0: Welcome back to the Uncommon Radio Special, brought to you by Tyndale House Publishers and featuring Tony Dungy, author of the new book titled Uncommon, Finding Your Path to Significance. If you'd like more information on Tony Dungy and his new book, Uncommon, visit daretobeuncommon.org. There you can watch Tony's new video interview, Dare to be Uncommon. Read what people are saying about Tony and his strong faith in God. Sign up for Tony's podcast and read Coach Dungy's blog. It's all at daretobeuncommon.org. Dot o-r-g Lynn Swan was one of the finest receivers ever to play the game of football a star out of Southern Cal Lynn was a great player for the Steelers but he also had something very uncommon in his life Lynn took ballet not very popular for men in the 1970s Lynn felt that ballet would improve his body control and thereby help him become a better football player in the macho world of pro football, that certainly wasn't the norm, and Tony Dungy knew Lynn took a lot of grief. But Lynn didn't care what Guy said about his decision to take ballet. He just did it. It was uncommon, but it was a courageous move to do what he thought was best for his career, even though he was ridiculed for it. Looking back on the four Super Bowl rings and a Hall of Fame career, Lynn is sure glad he didn't give in to the peer pressure of going along with the in crowd. Tony shares another story of someone's uncommon example in life.
1: When I think of uncommon, I think of uh, people like Kirk Franklin, who has a tremendous musical gift, a skill that could be used to to make tons of money in the secular market. But he said, I'm not going to compromise my beliefs. I'm going to use this gift for the Lord and go into Christian music. And he's really done exceptionally well, but certainly not... What he could have done and what he could have done materially in the secular market. And I think that's uncommon thinking that uh, is going to benefit society in the long run. I had a young man that played for me, uh, Derek Brooks, in Tampa. And uh, most athletes, 25, 26 years old, are thinking about how they can make money and spend money. And uh, Derek, took a group of, of 20 young students and just said, hey, I, I want you to stay with me. We're going to do some things. Uh, we're going to make sure that you see things, but you have to go to school. You have to really strive to get good grades. You have to really strive to stay out of trouble. And he took this Brooks Bunch from middle school, and now the first group is graduating from high school. And uh, that's uncommon for a 25-year-old athlete, but. Um, looking at life in, in a different way and using your gifts in a different way than normal, uh, that that's what's important. Tony explains how he has been uncommon in his coaching career. I, I think when I started I had uh, the same goals as everyone. I wanted to be the best coach that I could be, uh, get my players to play as well as they could and, and that's still my goal but I never looked at my job as, as purely a football coach and as I started up the ladder and started interviewing for jobs, um, I think that was probably the buzzword about me. Well, he's, he's not necessarily as focused in on, on football and winning as maybe some people would be. Um, his language, his demeanor is not what we're used to. Uh, but I wanted to, to show people that um, I could do it in that way and I could still be a Christian, honor the Lord, but be successful in what isn't really perceived as a Christian environment. And I I didn't wanna change that, didn't wanna compromise. Uh, I think that probably did hurt me in terms of moving up the ladder in some cases. Uh, You talk to an owner who wants to see that you're just totally gung-ho and everything, you know, 24 hours a day football, and uh, I said I wasn't gonna be that way. And uh, decision-making and Nurturing players and that that was another thing that I heard over and over you can't be that close to players as a head coach You have to keep draw the line between business and friendships and I never felt that had to be the case so that was a little bit uncommon thinking and uh, Over the course of years. I I think it's proved out that uh, it is doable and uh, that's one of the things. I'm proud about
0: Tony shares an uncommon decision he made early in his coaching career
1: In uh, 1997, uh, we were just starting to become a good football team in Tampa. Uh, We were off to a good start, winning some games early in the season. And uh, we had our kicker, Michael Husted, whose mom was uh, fighting a battle against cancer. And Michael was, uh, like any son would be, very compassionate and worried about his mom. And he missed some kicks for us that uh, cost us a, a couple of games. And I think most people were ready to say, uh, the kicker's not kicking well he should be replaced and I remember telling the team who knew what was going on most of the public didn't know you know Michael's going to be our kicker and he might miss some kicks that he normally would make but we'll just have to play harder and we'll make up for that because he's going to be our kicker and we're not going to let a guy go who's who's fighting this type of battle I don't know that everybody would have made that decision but our team rallied around Mike and uh, he ended up kicking well for us at the end of the year And I think it brought our team together knowing that we were always going to be a group that uh, wasn't necessarily going to just be focused on the scoreboard, but we were going to definitely care about each other.
0: Caring for his players like he would his own family is important to Tony. And his role as the father of his own family is also very close to his heart. In fact, he believes that fatherhood remains one of the critical foundations for the health of our current generation and for those who will follow. I'm worried about the vacuum that we've left in this country with the ever-growing problem of absentee fathers, says Tony. I'm worried that we've forgotten what it means to nurture our children and that as long as we provide financial support, our wives or ex-wives can provide whatever emotional growth our children need. Tony goes on to say, I know not all of you are fathers, but to those of you who are, I have one request, be there for your children, physically and emotionally. There are too many young men and boys who are growing up without a man in the house. Dads, in addition to being there for your sons and daughters, great care should be taken in watching what you do and what you say in front of them. Your children are more perceptive and observant than you may think. One of Tony Dungy's favorite songs is from country singer Rodney Atkins, who captured the role and responsibility of a father and how kids will copy what you say and do. It's a song called Watching You.
2: We got back home and I went to the barn. I bowed my head and I prayed real hard. Said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self. The next side of bedtime later that night. Turning on my son, Scooby-Do night light. He crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees closed his little eyes folded his little hands spoke to god like he was talking to a friend and i said son now where'd you learn to pray like that he said i've been a while And holding Mama's hand, yeah, we're just like a. Hey, hey.
0: And as you're walking through all of these ups and downs as a father, always remember that God loves you no matter what you've done or what you haven't done. He's there waiting to embrace you in His loving arms. That's our model of fatherhood. That's what we want our children to know also, that God loves them. In the 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, Spain, Derek Redmond believed he could win a silver medal for Great Britain. After five years of daily training and eight operations on his Achilles tendons, he had won the first two heats and was running in the semifinals of the 400 meters. Things were going as planned until coming out of the first turn. This is one story of uncommon love and support, from a cheering dad to his Olympic son.
3: In the 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, Spain, Derek Redmond believed he could win a silver medal for Great Britain. After five years of daily training and eight operations on his Achilles tendons, he had won the first two heats and was running in the semifinals of the 400 meters. Things were going as planned until coming out of the first turn. broken down.
2: He's on the track, kneeling down. And Derek Redmond...
3: He heard a snap and felt a sharp pain in his left leg and went down in a heap on the track as he realized that his left hamstring had literally exploded. And with it, his dreams of an Olympic medal. Redmond got to his feet and began to run, hop really, to finish the race. He later said that he was determined to finish, and therefore waved off the race officials who were running toward him with a stretcher. And then he felt a hand on his shoulder. Redmond began to push the hand of assistance away, until he turned to find himself looking into the face of his father, Jim.
1: He just wants to finish. His dad's trying to run under the track.
3: When Jim Redmond had seen what happened to his son on the track, he had pushed his way out of the crowd and onto the track and rushed to Derek to tell him that he didn't have to finish. When Derek insisted that he finish, Jim told him that they would finish the race together. As Derek cried into Jim's shoulder as they walked the remainder of the course, race officials continued to come to their side in an effort to assist the pair. Jim now was the one who waved them off, later saying that I don't speak Spanish and I wasn't going to be stopped by anything.
2: Now in the greatest arena in sport, he's getting the cheer of the games.
3: Sometimes it seems too easy, or it should be, Our children just need to know that we're there, to help them to pick up the pieces of their shattered dreams, to tell them that they're okay, that failure isn't final, and in their next step, they will not be alone. Quality time is important. Being actively engaged with our children on their schoolwork or their activities, or simply reading a book is important. But sometimes, they simply need quantity time too, and lots of it. Even if there's nothing special on the agenda, they need to know that we've chosen to be in the room or in the house with them over all the other interests competing for our time.
0: Dads, our children just need to know that you're there for them, to help them pick up the pieces of their shattered dreams, to tell them that they're okay, that failure isn't final, and that they're not alone. When all the interests of your life seem to get in the way, let them know that nothing is more important to you than being with them. You're listening to the Uncommon Radio Special featuring Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy, author of the new book titled, Uncommon, Finding Your Path to Significance. We'll be right back with some closing thoughts in a few moments.